things that bump in the night. Things that creep us out. Voices from another realm. The figures that move out of the corner of your eye. That odd light in the sky. All right, we're back in the studio today. Uh, it's October, mid-October, already. It's crazy how fast time's been going this year. But it's the month of uh, the month of the devil. <laughs> 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 that girl next door is the devil. That's right. And uh, today we don't really have a subject for you. Um, we've been really irregular because of stuff being crazy. But me and Casey just decided today we're going to get in the studio and we're just going to ramble about spooky stuff, whatever comes to mind. Yeah. Just converse. Yeah. Yeah, we're just going to freelance it and free range it and uh-huh. free ball it, whatever. But we are, we were just talking, our Halloween episode is going to be something special. It's going to be a, well, a big topic that everybody has heard about. Right. But not everybody knows a lot about. And there's a lot of misunderstanding about that topic too. Mm-hmm. But... And not, that's the thing. It's, it's, the topic is full of crazy people. Yes. With their eyewitness account and, you know, their history account. It's hard to believe what is true and what isn't because it's all just a crazy mirage, man. Yes. Right? Right. I was just talking like one of them, man. Right. Man. Anyway. But, yeah, we're... And it's, we don't, the, it's the mother of all cults is what we'll say. And we don't want to give too much away because, right. well, that spoils the fun, doesn't it? Why is it about the 60s and 70s just being the cult period, right? Yeah. Psychedelics, you think? Probably, and everybody's looking for a path, and everybody's looking for a way, and there's... Free love, You know, man. well, you got that, and then, you know, you got this post-war era where everybody's kind of coming, you know, trying to do stuff and do their own way and people are looking to be part of something. Yeah. That still happens today, you know? Yeah. There's still cults today. Uh, and yes. Yes, there is. Like um, uh Scientology <clears throat> <laughs> Excuse me. Or uh what was that one? Which one? Children of God. Children of God, that was a cult. That's what Joaquin Phoenix was part of, dude. Oh yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you heard that story? Yes. That's insane, man. It if you don't, insane. if you guys don't know, Joaquin Phoenix and his brother River Phoenix, when they were kids, their parents sold them to the Children of God cult, basically. Yes. And that cult, uh, I don't want to go into too much detail, but they would do bad things to kids. Yes, we'll say that. Mm-hmm. River and Joaquin got out of it somehow. And became actors. They moved to Hollywood together and became actors and kind of escaped it. And that's kind of why River had mental issues. Yes. I mean, he had substance abuse and all mm-hmm. that. Joaquin was lucky enough to kind of fight away from that. But it's pretty messed up. Yeah. There's a documentary, I think, on Netflix about it. Probably. I, I haven't yeah. been on Netflix lately, so I don't know. But that's a cult. That's true. What else is there? Let's, let's try to name some cults. That we well, you had, uh, well, we, we covered, uh, what was that, Jones, Jonesboro? Jonesville. Jonesville. Jonestown. Jonestown, yeah. Yep. Covered it, and we couldn't even remember the name of it. 
Jonestown. Um, Whatever his cult was called. Uh, is it Um Shigura, the Japanese cult? Oh, I don't know. That's another one. It's kind of like Temple of the Temple of the Dog kind of thing. Oh yeah, and then uh, what was that one? Eden's Gate. Eden's Gate. Um, their, their website's still online, by Eden's, the way. Yeah, Eden's Gate. Uh, what's that? It's an the Herald Camping one. The church people that go and picket riot, they riot at like funerals for soldiers. Greensboro and, Baptist Church, I think. Yes, it's like, that's Westboro, a cult. Westboro. That's, that's definitely a cult. <laughs> yeah, because, and that's the thing is like they actually give churches like bad publicity, especially yeah. if you're a Baptist church, because there's nothing Christian about what that's they do. That's not a do. church. They're not a church. Yeah. They're I mean, a disgrace. And you and I both attended the same Baptist church for a while. Yeah. But you, and, and, and so when I heard about this Baptist church going to protests and funerals and of soldiers of soldiers that died in combat, they gave they, you the right to go do that in the first place. And then they would the type of stuff they would write on signs. Yeah. It's like there's nothing Christian about what you're doing and what you are. Yeah, they're um, a disgrace. They are. And uh, but yeah, there's a lot. There's there's a lot of cults. Um, I'm trying to think of some more. What was it's that one to... in uh, Far Cry Five? Oh the. I don't want to jump, but the, the family. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was, was, it's weird because it was kind of a cult, but it was also like a tyranny. A, well, it was like a political regime. Yeah. Cause he yeah. owned like all the land and everything. Yeah. And yeah. But, but they were eating something, something too. They were eating something or something eating. Eden, yeah. It was. Are you thinking Eden's Gate or Heaven's Gate? Oh, Heaven's Gate. Eden's Gate was in Far Cry 5. Heaven's yeah. Gate was the cult where they Heaven's all Heaven's Gate thought they were going <laughs> to jump on a comet, didn't uh, they? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Heaven's Gate was the one where they all committed uh, mass suicide. Thinking they were going to jump on. Yeah, they did Kool-Aid, too, or something like something that. Something like, yeah. And then they all thought they were going to be able to be on this comet. I think it was, was it Haley's Comet or Hellbop or something Hellbop, like that? Hellbop, I think, yeah. And then... Yeah, so yeah, Eden's Gate was in Far Cry Five yes. with, with uh, Joseph Seed and all that. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah, I got I got turned around. I was thinking, wait, uh, I might be wrong. I don't want to correct him because no, I might be wrong. No, you're right. Yeah, but, so it's Heaven's Gate. We did Gate. Heaven's Gate with Kyle. Yes. Me and Kyle, I was like, don't drink the Kool Aid. Right. Yeah, Heaven's Gate was a real cult. Eden's Gate is not. Yeah, it's a cool cult though. It is, yeah, I mean, you get guns and apparently you. Take, and then when you get caught, no matter what happens in the game, you still explode a nuclear device. Yeah. Doesn't matter what choice is made. You st so if you've not played Far Cry Five, that was a spoiler. I'm sorry. Right. But you know what? It's been out for like a couple years now. Five years, six years now. So not it's on you long. at this point. Yeah. yeah. It's been out for a while. I got Far Cry Six the other day, and I played about 20 minutes of it. So like I'm, it? It's pretty cool so far. Okay. I mean, it's Far Cry. It's not different. Yeah. It's you know, not groundbreaking. Yet. They're all the same, but they're they're fun. Um, so we got our cult talk. Oh, we didn't mention, obviously, the Manson family. Yeah. Right? Right. We didn't mention, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say that, say, like, uh, Satanism is a cult because that's more of a religion, but Anton LaVey did have a cult around him. Right. So that would be a cult. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I mean, there's a ton. There's lifestyles and there's cults, right? Like right. you can, and religions. There are three separate things, right? So, because yeah, usually a cult requires you to, you got to go live with them. Yeah, you got to give up everything you have, which, and not and, always, but right, sometimes, most yeah, of the time, and usually it's a very, 
There's rules. And- There's very strict rules, and usually it's a very... I will say this. If you are into socialism, a cult would be the place for you. Yeah. Because that's where you have... If you think... What's uh, yours is mine, and mine is mine. Right. And, right. And, and only the elites prosper. So if you like socialism, a cult might be the place for you to go get your, social, your socialism kink on, for sure, uh, because socialism reigns typically within these cults. And you got to put in a ton of work. I think it's communism masked as socialism. Because in the end, the leaders always end up stripping and taking from the, the victims, right? Well, they yeah. screw their wives. They take their money. So, well, you can't get to communism without socialism. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, one leaps off and feeds all, off the other. Because it might seem like it's a good idea. Oh, this is ideal. And then it goes downhill really fast. And, and yeah. When one person gets too much power, it all, never ends well. Yeah, and that's, and that's what happens. Because you that's can't expect human nature. Well, yeah, you, know? you can't expect everybody to want good for everyone. No. It's just, you can't. People are and no selfish. Matter, no matter what your economy or your political. Um, you know, alliance is, you can't expect that. Right. But anyway, I And no matter what, I mean, like I said, if one person gets too much power, they're going to abuse it. Right. And in every instance in history, that's happened. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, So last was, it was last Sunday. I did the the video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. We talked about Halloween music. Mm -hmm. I forgot to mention someone and I can't believe I did it. And I didn't realize it until like three hours after it posted. Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath. Oh, I yeah, totally overlooked him and that group. Casey, I gotta make a, I gotta make a. I didn't watch the video. I can't believe you. I'm sorry. Did you mention Rob Zombie? Yes. Okay. If you think of Halloween music, he's yeah. Uh, of course, I I mentioned Thriller. Okay, Thriller's a good one. The original, the the o, the you know, like the OG Halloween song, Monster yeah. Mash. That was the very first thing I mentioned. Um, yeah, Thriller's number one, probably. So, oh, yeah. Right? It's probably the most popular Halloween well, song ever. Right. So I did Monster Mash, and Monster I mentioned Mash. Thriller. I mentioned Rob Zombie. Okay. Um, I mentioned Pretty much all of Rob Zombie's stuff is Halloween, yeah. right? Well, and, and of course, I and I had to throw out, the I think, the best, to me, the best Rob Zombie album, which was Hellbilly Deluxe. Yeah. I mean. Sinister Urge is right there with yes. it. Yes. Marilyn Manson kind of sounds Halloween-y in some um, of his stuff. You know, I don't even know if I mentioned him or I thought I did towards the end, but it doesn't matter. But yes, I think I did mention him. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I forgot Ozzy Osbourne, the Prince of Darkness himself. Oh, I mentioned Alice Cooper uh, or towards the end because I think Alice Cooper's got... Yeah, I mean, he's he, definitely Halloween-themed. Yes. And know. something, and I mentioned it in the video, something I always find interesting about Alice Cooper is he's a practicing Christian. Right. He's, he's never done drugs. It's a character for him. Right. He's never done drugs. He's never uh, gotten drunk that he's confessed to. Yeah. But to him, yes, it's a persona. It's a show. And he, Unlike and he, Ozzy, Ozzy is pretty much what you see. Right. right. Yeah. And if you've ever seen any of Alice Cooper's productions, like any of his shows. I've seen him live. It's it's a show. He chopped the girl's head off yeah. when I saw him. It's a it's a it's a horror show. It's exactly yeah. what he's trying to convey. And there was one song, like he's got a ton of songs I absolutely love, but there was one song is actually what got me into Alice Cooper, because I've not always been a fan. It's kind of cheesy. It is. But there was a song he wrote in the early two thousands and he and that he made it was called This House is Haunted. And I mentioned that in the video, but if you've not heard that song, that is a fantastic song for Halloween. Fantastic. 
But um, but yeah, but yeah, we did that, and so we're like I said, we're going to talk about all kinds of different spooky Halloween oh, themed stuff. I put a spell on you. I mentioned that one too. Yeah. Yes. Because and you know, now you're mine. Because you, when you think Halloween music. Well, I mean, if you think Halloween, you think Hocus Pocus, and you think about that scene in Hocus Pocus where Brett Midler starts singing that song mm-hmm. at a Halloween party. So I'm like, that's yeah, that's a great Halloween song. Um, and I even mentioned, um, oh, this is Halloween from it, the Nightmare, Nightmare Before on, Christmas. Yep. And there was a band that I mentioned, a uh, fantastic band. There's like four women and three guys, the three guys play musical instruments. There's guitar, bass, and drums, and the women all sing. And it's called, and they're from Spain, and they're called Broken Peach. Mm-hmm. And they did a cover of This Is Halloween. I've actually posted it on Facebook before, but it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, well done, well covered. They did Personal Jesus by Marilyn Manson. They actually have a Halloween special album. It's five songs. And uh, I Put a Spell on You, This Is Halloween. Werewolves Personal of London. Jesus. Werewolves in London, uh, that's a great Halloween song, too. Oh, and that's a great movie. We got to say, obviously, the Halloween theme, right? Oh, yeah. That's probably the creepiest theme song ever. I have that as a ringtone. Yeah, it's it's creepy. You can play that at a Halloween party and, and, yeah, Yeah, get the mood going. And, yeah, and and that would definitely set the tone for the rest of the night. Uh, But, like, to me, too, like, I don't think it's Halloween unless you are watching really good Halloween, like, movies. Right. And I've been trying to do that. Yes, I have too. Yeah. Now for me, like I got to watch the original Halloween. Yeah. The Halloween re- the first Halloween remake by Rob Zombie. We forgot Jeepers Creepers. The song Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers oh. Creepers. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. a weird song. It is a weird song. Anyway. And the movie's great too, by the way. Right. If you've never seen Jeepers Creepers, that's a fantastic movie. Did you know that I don't want to get into oh, it. Oh, how about anyway. Ghostbusters? I totally forgot the to mention that too. Team. Yeah, Ghostbusters. I love busting. <laughs> yeah. Ghost <laughs> Buster makes me feel good. I bet. <laughs> I, I totally forgot about Ghostbusters, man. Yep. See, that episode would have been that video would have been better if I would have had your brain there too. But you had to be working. But so. you can't really count I mean theme songs, yeah, they're Halloween, but they're theme songs, right. you know. But that's why the movies are a good but, pairing too. Yeah. Because then you can watch Ghostbusters, you can watch Halloween. Yep. You can watch Hocus Pocus. That 2018 Halloween was great. Yes, it was. And I'm excited for the one next week, too. Halloween Kills, yeah. Yeah, it looks great. It does look great. That David Gordon Green is an awesome director, so he knows his material. And something else, too, just for people, because the writer for the original writer for Halloween, and John Carpenter himself even backed this up. Uh, Lori Stroud and Michael Myers were never, never meant to be brother sister. Yeah, that was not in the original script. It was never part of the storyline. Yeah, um, it just got assumed. It gave him a reason to keep coming back for her. Right. It got it assumed was. that they were brother or sister, and then that became canon. Yeah. Somehow or another, and now it is official canon, even though the original writer for my uh, for Halloween doesn't like it. Yeah. He still does not like the fact It's hard that, not to see them as brother and sister now. Well, yeah, you know? because now it's been so mixed into the mythos that you have that and now that it's become canonical to the Halloween universe, you have to assume that they're brother well now now you don't have to assume you have to, yeah, now they, they are. Just, now they are. Even though they got last different last names. Yeah, because apparently she got adopted, but that yeah. still doesn't make sense. She was the innocent adopted one. That's right. why he didn't kill her. Yeah, so 
that's why there's a if you watch the very first one, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. To lump him in his brother and sister if you watch one, the first one. Obviously, it's a classic. Right. There's no reason for him to go on that spree. Other than the fact he's psychotic. But that's why I like the Rob Zombie, the first one. Mm-hmm. Because you got to see that family dynamic and you're like, no wonder he went on a murder spree. Look at the way they treat each other. Right. Right? So I, I do respect the zombie version for that. Mm-hmm. I know it got a lot of hate or mixed reviews, but I, I liked, liked it. it. it yeah. Mean, it, I didn't like the second one. I thought it was dumb, but... I like the first one. I watched the second one, too, thinking, oh, yeah, can't wait. And I watched it, and I was like, this is disappointing. Yeah. But the first one I thought was an excellent horror movie. It was. So. And Howling Kills looks amazing. Yeah. At least based off the trailer alone, it looks really good. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a funny, okay, there's a funny meme on iFunny where apparently someone is taking uh, the Paddington bear and photoshopping him in different Halloween scenes. Oh, God. Not just from the movies, but just different Halloween movies. And they did it for Halloween Kills, where it's the house just totally engulfed in fire. Uh-huh. And you got Paddington Bear standing in the doorway instead of Michael Myers. <laughs> it looks absolutely unreal. Yeah. It's hilarious. Everybody thought they killed Michael, but if you look closely, you can see him standing there. That's right. So, yeah. You never kill Michael. Yeah. He's a monster. movies have there been? You know? I mean, it's like Jason Voorhees. Yeah, which is another great franchise for Halloween movies. It's I love Friday Jason. 13th. Yes, but it's a toss-up between Michael and Jason as far as kind of zombie-like stalking killers, right? But I think Freddy is probably the coolest killer. Yeah, right. And that's so another thing with those reality. with the, the franchises. Like, and it don't matter if it's Halloween, Friday Thirteenth, or. Uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street mm. doesn't matter. There's like hit and misses in all three. Yeah. Because the first Halloween was all right. The second one was okay. The third one was garbage. Yeah. And then H2O is actually not as bad as I remember. Yeah. I remember watching it and just being disappointed. And yeah. I rewatched it a few years later. I'm like, okay, this is. They got bad. way worse than that before that. They though. did. <sighs> they did. And then, you know. Friday the 13th, they kind of... Jason goes to Manhattan. Yeah, just Ugh. dumb. And then you had the whole Freddy versus Jason, what was, and that was just odd. And that Freddy remake they tried to make that was yeah. just god-awful. Yeah, was, I mean, so there's hit and misses and everyone on. Uh, I think as far as uh, the string of movies early on, I think the Freddy movies probably are the best yes. in a, in, as a whole. Um, yeah, they're not good, but right. they're better than the others. <laughs> right. You know? I'd agree with that. Plus, the Freddy movies had some big stars in the mm-hmm. early ones. Yes, they did. Uh, Johnny Depp, for example. That yes. was one of his first movies. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, of course, you have... I don't think Halloween... You can have Halloween without some zombie movies. That was what. Wasn't that Jamie Lee Curtis's first movie or Jamie one Lee of them? Cur- uh, Halloween I mean, was her first. That made her. Big. F- yeah. yeah. That was Because that was her solo. That was it. Yeah. Her. Spam. <laughs> That's ridiculous, dude. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I like watching zombie movies like Day of the Dead and Dawn yeah. of the Dead and, you know, Night of the Living Dead. The Zack remake, Zack remake, the Zack Snyder remake of Dawn of the Dead in the Mall was mm. pretty good. Yes, it was. Yeah. I loved that That's one. That's one of his better movies. I'd agree. Uh, now, it's before he went all like commercial crap, yeah. like yeah, yeah. I yeah, I would agree with that one hundred percent. Then you have Sci-Fi is actually rolling out with a zombie series. Hey, it's my turn to get a spam call. Oh. 
Um, anyway, uh, now Sci-Fi is coming out with a Dawn of the Dead series. Oh yeah. And uh, Walking it Dead is not enough. We got to do more zombie stuff now. See, the thing is, as much as I like, let me do the. All right, let me say this. As much as I like earlier seasons of The Walking Dead, because they've, because to me, I it dropped off. It did drop off. And I love Negan as a character and the way that uh, uh, my my wife's celebrity heartthrob, the way that, you know, Jeffrey D. Morgan yeah. absolutely performs. He's an incredible actor. He, he is. And, and But the plot started getting real wonky. And, um, and Rick left, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, without Andrew Lincoln. The problem is they, and I respect them for killing off their characters. Not a lot of people will do that. They killed off all their characters too fast, yes. and then people started leaving, like Rick and and what's her name, Michonne. The, the chick play Michonne. Michonne and the girl that's in movies now. I can't remember her name. Herschel's daughter, oh, Maggie. Um, Lauren Cohen. Maggie. Yeah, she left. You know, and then it's like she came back. Did she? But it's like, who's left now? You 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 fell in love with the original cast, and mm-hmm. now you just don't care. Which there were right. a lot of them in the comics that died anyway. Yeah. Like Shane gets killed. Well, Shane gets killed. Um, I see, like in the in the show, he gets killed. What in the second season when they're on the farm? Yeah. But he's actually killed. I think in the first God, couple was, of issues of the comic season, dude. Huh? That was such a good season. The second season, yeah. yes, on Herschel's farm. It's amazing. The very last one where the zombies or the zombie horde attacks the farm. Yeah. That was in an incredible. Yes. That was an awesome. The prison war. That whole season with the governor was awesome. I like that one. The first the season, tension. second season, third season were good. Fourth season at Terminus was Terminus was good. It was good about four or five episodes into it. When the very first opening episode of uh, yeah. where they were like slitting They figured out their cannibals and in stuff. The yeah, yeah, that, that was, was amazing. Be- and, and, and it was good for them to identify the fact that no one is safe. Right. And it's not in- even about the zombies. Walking Dead is about what humans will do to each other. Right. That's what it's about. The right. zombies it's, are just in the background. Yeah. You know? They're the cause, but they're not the reason. Yeah. You can manage the zombies. Yeah. And every once in a while, they'll use them as a cheap kill or something. But it's about me versus you. Right. You know? And, and see, like, where you have the other zombie part of the zombie genre is it is about the zombies. Yeah. And, you know, you're trying to unify as survivors against the horde. Which is but what, I think every zombie, sorry to interrupt you, but no, I think even if it's about the zombies or not, every zombie platform, movie, TV show, revolves around the human condition. It does. I'd agree. Because with you can't rely on zombies alone as a villain. Right. That's boring. Right. Right? And it doesn't matter what your MO before the zombies are, because you got like World War Z where the zombies can run. Yeah. But you also had the government pulling shady shit in that movie. That's true. You know? That's true. So, so I mean, yes, you and Resident Evil's same thing. You got an evil corporation the yeah, pulling the, the strings. Yep. So you do have those movies, man. That first one was good, and then the second one was terrible. It was. They're still making them, and it's like, what is this? Yeah, it's why it's, can't they make a Resident Evil movie that reflects the first game where he's in the police department or the mansion or whatever. Oh my god. Dude, could you imagine an actual good Resident Evil movie based in the mansion? You've got all the material right there in front of you. See, that's like when Marvel says that they don't have, like when Disney says we don't have any uh, For the Hulk? Oh, for, for even Star Wars, we didn't have any 
any information yeah. girl from are you you've serious got novels and comics and you've got endless amounts of well, material if you remember when disney took over the star wars universe they basically said that the expanding universe is no longer canon yeah and it's like so you just wiped out all of your source material except for the first six movies so yeah. well done. That was really dumb. That was dumb. They could reverse that though. It's not they a big could. deal. Just well, say, yeah. oh yeah, because they're doing Mandalorian. That's not. That's yeah. not canon. And well, no, but you got John Favreau and uh, and um, oh Dave Filoni who are fans and know yeah. what they're doing. Well, what I don't get is like, if it's canon or not, who cares? Just make a movie and get good writers. Yeah. See, who the cares? problem they messed up with the the last trilogy was the fact that J.J. Abrams even came up and to- and admitted after the. The third one was completed. Well, we didn't have a plan. Well, no Dude, kidding. It, you, we saw that. I was, as a filmmaker myself, obviously I'm not Steven Spielberg. J.J. Um, Abrams, when, I first, when he first came onto the scene and I was aware of him, I was so excited about him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's going to be the next Spielberg. The stuff he's putting out, the Star Trek movies, all that. He has been such a letdown yes. with his stuff. It's such a let... And it's... His movies look awesome, and I know he knows how to tell a story. I just don't know why he doesn't get it. I think it's because he's got someone wagging all the money in front of him. Like, Disney. This is how we want you to do it. And he's Kathleen like, Kennedy, probably. Uh, didn't they fire her or redistribute her somewhere? Somebody in Disney is... Because now they're yeah. bringing Gina Carano back from See, The I Mandalorian. Just, I don't get why he doesn't get it, though. I don't know. But, I mean, next you got John Favreau and you got Dave Filoni, who are all basically, they're, they've been lifelong fans. John Favreau gets it. Yeah, <laughs> and know? Dave Filoni did the entire Clone Wars. Yeah. And uh, Rebels, and now he's doing The Mandalorian with John Favreau, and he's doing other Star Wars projects. Actually, I think he's in charge of Star Wars now for Disney. But It's like, and they give it to directors, like that Ryan guy that oh, did, yeah. you know... It's like... Who has no clue. Why? Why change directors? If J.J. Abrams did the first one, let him do the second one. Right. Don't do that. Yeah. Because then he came in, and then J.J. Abrams came in the third one. He's like, I got to refix this and fix this. And it just... It was a disaster. And, yeah, I mean, and then, like I said, when J.J. Abrams said, well, we didn't have a plan. Well, if you're going to make a trilogy... It's the biggest movie franchise ever. Yeah. You probably should have a plan. (laughs) You should have a plan. There should be a plan. Yeah. You know... Because it's all got to make sense. Yeah. At the, end, at the end, when everything wraps up, it's got to make sense. And the only and their their ending was, "I'm Ray Skywalker." Uh, no, you are not. You are not Skywalker. Now yeah. you might be. Uh, I mean, what? Because like, what? Realistically, she was a derivative of Palpatine, right? So I, yeah. So you're not a Skywalker. See, I don't get. I don't get involved too much in the lore of it and all that. Like, I like the movies for what they are. Right. I don't care about the comics and the books and the backstories of this. It's just not my thing. I'm not a big Star Wars guy right. in that in that aspect. Right. I do love the movies though, but like I like I said, I I close them off and right. enjoy the movies for what they are. Right. Um, I do wish that we would see Daisy Ridley in more stuff. Mm-hmm. I think she's cute mm-hmm. as a button, but she's a great actress, and Star Wars doesn't do her justice. No, she's really good. She is. I think. I think. Well, I mean, you got handed the script, you got handed, and that's yeah. not. She's a theatrically trained actress, though. Mm-hmm. So, and you can't act in Star Wars. You're doing green screen. Do this movement. Raise your hand. Move this way. Do this. Look this way. That's not acting, right? You know, you're a puppet. Yeah, you're a puppet. Yeah, that's what it is. 
But, uh, uh, like the Avengers, for instance, Chris Evans, mm -hmm. he's a fantastic actor. Not in the Avengers. No. No. But, uh, but yeah, we, um, but yeah, I like my zombie movies. I like my zombie movies. But I will say this this is, it seems counterintuitive for Halloween because it's uh -huh. supposed to be out spooky, it's supposed to be horror. But every year for Halloween, I watch Mel Brooks, Young Frankenstein every single year. Yeah. And I don't care if it's not scary, but it's a great Halloween film. I'm going to say something and you're going to hate me. Fine. Just, just go with it. That film bores me. It's you and my not wife as would funny agree. as people say. See, I think it's hilarious. Really? Because a lot of the humor is just tongue in cheek. It's not like watching Spaceballs or yeah. History of the World Part II where it's in your face or right. like Blazing Saddles. Where it's, Mel Brooks wrote that movie for the jokes to be where, where literally he's just tongue-in-cheek jokes where the yeah. where the jokes are more you, I get you kind it. of have to be paying attention but if i'm going to watch a mel brooks movie i want the mel brooks style of comedy right and i and i you agree know? which which young frankenstein is not your typical mel brooks film it's right. not it's like a david lynch film yeah that's basically what it is well i mean it's like watching okay you have some all right it's just like the producers you got people that yeah. love that movie or that play depending because like when mel brooks did it <laughs> Yeah, people that love Mel Brooks's rendition of the producers. Right. You got people that absolutely hate his is his production. Yeah. Hate it. However, because of its it's a different style of storytelling. And Mel Brooks is is talented in all different ways. But when you like you said, most people are used to that traditional Mel Brooks slapstick, mm -hmm. just overtly over the top. Over the top humor. Like you see in Spaceballs and Blade Home the Sals. Desert. Y yeah. yeah. You know, you know. It, it, she gives great helmet. <laughs> I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Yeah. But I mean, it's that, but then you got Young Frankenstein where most of the jokes are tongue in cheek. Right. They're, they're um, more innuendos, if you will. I mean, it's just like. I just don't think that, I mean, I respect Young Frankenstein. I think it was, you know, it's a milestone, mm -hmm. you know, but. I don't think it's funny. I, I do. And I do. I, I, That's fine. If you I, like it, you like it. And I, and I, and I tried getting my wife to watch it and she's like, is this supposed to be funny? To me, like, you know? it is supposed to be funny. Like yeah. the whole part where he's got that brain and he gives it to Gene Wilder and they realize that something's wrong. And he's like, where'd you get that brain? He goes, well, I got it. He goes, what was the name? And he was like, Abby Normal. Yeah. He was like, what? He goes, Abby Normal. And he's like explaining it. And then that's when he chokes Igor again. And it's, just, I don't know, I find, that, I find that type of humor hilarious. Hey, man, if you like it, you like it, dude. But I, yeah. I would never tell somebody not to like something, you know? But that, for me, that, that completes Halloween. Like, I gotta have, I gotta have Young Frankenstein. I gotta have at least some zombie movie. My kids started watching Walking Dead. They love that. Of course, they're in the first season where it is more about the zombies because they've overran everything. Yeah. And so they're all about that. And, um, but yeah, I mean, something, um, I think watching, and we've, I think we talked about them before. Yeah, we have. We talked about in the demon possession stuff. Uh, we talked about the, um, oh, look at that. The Conjuring movies. Mm. I like the Conjuring movies. Like, I don't like the Annabelle ones, though. They're stilly. Annabelle silly, Origins silly. wasn't bad. Yeah. 
where they're actually in the conjuring house when they yeah. first show up and they I have, think the whole doll thing is just an overdone trope in horror. Everyone's like, ooh, doll just like clowns. I'm terrifying of clowns. It's like it's so overdone. Yeah. I think you no. Know? I think I mean, because there is something and they've and I and I remember hearing they had some kind of parapsychologist on the Jim Her one Jim Harold's podcast. I think it might have been the Paranormal Podcast, and they were talking about why especially old-time porcelain dolls are so creepy. Yeah. I is, definitely think they are. Is there but. something unsettling about something that's supposed to look human and isn't? Yeah. Plus, if they're old, they've been through owner after owner after owner. The clothes are, are probably dingy. Dead. The porcelain's now yellowed a little yeah. bit and stained. Back when kids used to die at young ages and they would pass the doll on, like, yep. that is creepy. Yeah. You know? And then you have... Um, you know, just, I mean, and that's saying is you can go on YouTube and look up haunted dolls all you want, and a yeah. lot of them are fake. I just think they're overused but, uh, is what I'm saying. But it's yeah, a as cheap a, scare. Right, and know? as you said, as a trope, it, it has gotten to the point where it's almost, well, it is overdone. It's the equivalent of a jump scare. It's just a cheap scare. You know yeah. people are going to be creeped out by it. Yeah. Same and, thing as clowns. Right. I mean. I've never been scared of clowns, but. Yeah, I. There's only one scary clown to me, and that's John Wayne Gacy. He's the only clown I would not want to come across, <laughs> right? Right. Have you seen, there's a book about the guy who studied John Wayne Gacy for a high school paper or a college paper, and he went and visited him in his cell when, before execution, and John Wayne Gacy seemed cool. He, he did a real big study on him, and it was just a college paper, but it ended up being a huge psychiatric study, like after people read his paper. And this kid got to be friends with John Wayne Gacy. They would send letters back and forth. He would go in there and they would let him in the cell and have him private time with him talking. And then before the execution, like, I don't know how long before, John Wayne got a little weird and he tried to kill the kid. He held him up against the cell and tried to choke him. Oh, dang. And yeah. So it's like he thought he was his friend and then he just turned instantly, like a dog, like a yeah. rabid dog. Just well, turned on him. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a serial killer. How yeah. civil and He was probably friendly. thinking one last kill before I get killed. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, what's the worst they're going to do? Right. They're, I mean, he's already sentenced to death. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go an inch uh, anywhere near that guy. No. You know? Now they got that, um, what is it, Discovery ID. Now there's a special about John Wayne Gacy, the devil, mm -hmm. the devil within or yeah. something like that, where he's the focus of that. Yeah. He was a fascinating fella. Tell you mm -hmm. that, but I think that's where he is where the clown because I think Stephen King got it from him. Pretty sure I'm not sure it seems like it, I, it's probable. I mean, I would say it's possible. It killed kids, John yeah. Wayne Gacy killed kids, you know. But anyway, creepy clown, yeah. <laughs> All the other stuff you see on Netflix with clowns, no, nah, it's not scary. No, I don't think so. And, and to me, clowns aren't. Aren't scary. They're obnoxious. They're creepy in some aspects, yeah. but because now you got like these like people do like creepy clowns for Halloween and scary clowns, yeah. and they they've got the you know creepy scary faces. Now it's like it's the same. It's the same thing with like Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. Once something catches on and people realize it's creepy, they want to overuse it, and then everyone does it. In summer of 2017, the year after Halloween or after. Suicide Squad came out. Yep. I went to a Halloween party. Freaking every girl was dressed like Harley Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do something original. Well, I mean, it's like, I mean, 
you were a kid about the same time as me. I mean, you had like after Scream came out, every yeah. other kid was dressed like Ghostface. Right. So I mean, it's just these are adults though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, adults they, have better judgment, right? Well, but yeah, but they were but, kids when we were kids, so true. that's what they think. It's like, ooh, this is the hot new thing. It's fine. Be what you want to be for Halloween, but don't think it's original. <laughs> Here's what I think: all the all the adults nowadays that that attack that attach themselves to a theme at Halloween uh-huh. were the same ones that had to have a Tickle Me Elmo right? in the 90s. I guarantee you. I was Aladdin for Halloween when I was a kid. I was not Aladdin. I was, um, I don't know, I did different things. I was uh, the devil one time. Really? Yeah, I was the devil. My and mom then, made me puffy Aladdin pants. Yeah. And I wore sandals in the blue jacket with the, the red. Oh, you had the fez? Is that what's it called? Yeah, fez? the little, little hat. Yeah, yeah, I had that. Of course, I wore a white shirt because I didn't want my fat white belly showing at school you know he just wore the blue vest with his abs under well i mean you probably would have missed at home anyway i didn't have aladdin abs <laughs> but uh yeah yeah I, I was a i was a uh, a killer tomato you remember the uh, yeah. pack of the killer tomatoes yep i was a killer tomato when i was like in i was like five or six years old i had the costume and the mask and <laughs> i was um, a firefighter one year ace ventura i was ace ventura oh yeah I was never allowed to be anything evil, you know? And we had that church party every year. Oh, yeah. And we couldn't be anything evil. Right. No skeletons or demons or anything like that. So it's like I just tried to keep it innocent, you know? I had to. But. See, we, and we we never, I mean, we weren't ever anything inherently evil, I think. I don't think anything's evil, like, if you're dressing up or whatever, stuff is not evil unless it's the intention of it in is reality. Right. It's trying to be evil, right? Do you remember, and I don't know, man, you're a little younger than me, so maybe not, but McDonald's would give out makeup kits mm-hmm. to dress up like Ronald McDonald. You yeah. could do the Ronald McDonald makeup. Yeah. And my mom did that, and that's what I had to go for as Halloween because they gave it in the Happy Meal. Mom was like, well, you're Ronald McDonald this year. And I'm Here, like, uh, oh. Here's some philosophy for you, I guess. What about evil? Are zombies evil? Skeletons evil? I mean, technically, I guess zombies... I mean, zombies are just the nature of what they are. Zombies are doing their, their natural thing. instinct, right? Right. They don't have any intent to harm, right? So they're not evil. They're like, what, what, what's it called? And they're animalistic. Right. Well, yeah. Because, well, they're not even people anymore. Skeletons are just dead people. Usually they're dancing. <laughs> but they're not evil. <laughs> unless that person was evil, right? Probably. Dracula, is he evil? Yes. Why? Because even though, and maybe it's because we've seen movies where they do it this way, but we've seen where vampires literally refuse to eat of anyone and then they get pig's blood. Like, well, Blade. Yeah. You know, Blade does that. He'll, That's far outside of the Dracula mythos, though. Oh, okay. oh so you're just talking about I'm Dracula. I'm talking about Dracula himself. Yeah. With his mythos. He knows he he knows what he's doing is evil. Yes. So 
but he's only doing it. He doesn't take pleasure out of it. You know, like Dracula does not want to be Dracula. It's that's why he's cursed. He's doing it to survive. Right. Which is animalistic. Right. So at the same time, even though he has a consciousness and he knows what he's doing is harming others, he has to do it, but he doesn't enjoy doing it. Right. It's a tortured kind of setting there. Right. So it's like, can you really call him 100% evil? You know, because he does have sympathy. Right. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird to think about because we see monsters and we think evil, they're going to kill us. That's all they care about. Dracula's a monster, but he's different, right? right? So. True. It's weird. There was a, something, I, an article I read where there's college students all mad. There's, well, I can't say it's all college students, but there are, there's a group of college students upset about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Uh-huh. Because of the fact that they, they, they explain the book as, because it's not, if you've ever read the book, it, it's not just about a monster. Yeah. You got a guy playing God, he raises this monster up, and the monster, when it first comes to consciousness, is confused. There's, you know, he's in this new world, and he's learning. It's like a toddler. Yeah. Now, eventually, the monster becomes very well educated. See, I don't think, if I remember right, he never actually harmed anyone. The, um, the town just freaked out on him and hunted him down. Yes. I mean, because there is a societal lesson within right. Mary Shelley's Frank. Well, there's a couple. But the monster never actually harmed anybody. I don't think, well, I don't know. I, I think can't he remember. was just freaky and people, right. yeah. But the monster does become educated. It learns. Yeah. It, re it starts to read. It starts to reason and rationale. The brain becomes focused. And, it, and he actually runs. And he's in hiding in the mountains and stuff, I think, mm -hmm. if I'm right towards the end of the book. But these college students are all mad because they're like, you know, well, it's a societal trope based on um, slave versus master and, and, and educated versus uneducated and all. And it's like, yeah. I thought it was a German folklore about not being afraid of stuff that's different to you and hunting them down and killing them. That sounds very contradictory to what they did in the 40s. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... Doesn't it? Well, like I said, there's a lot of societal lessons in, in right. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. She makes a lot of them. Yeah. Yes, you have this creature that's different and you've classified it because it's different. And yes, it's dangerous because it doesn't know its own strength. It doesn't know its own mind yet. There's a consciousness that's missing. Right. And yes, there's that slave versus master thing because you have Dr. Frankenstein who's wanting to play God, and now he wants the monster, which, by the way, the monster never gets a name at all in the book. Yeah. Um, but you have... Now he wants the creature to basically be servient to him. And... There's a lot of philosophy in that. There is. Look at. If you look at. And because you cannot base it off the, off the, off the movie. No. Any of the movies. There, there's not one. There's not a good Frankenstein movie. Do you have the Universal one back in the 40s? Oh, it's just well, a, yeah. It, the one with, like, uh, Robert De Niro was trash. It was. Yes, there has yeah. not been a... Because, I, Frankenstein. Because I do want to say this. You have the Universal monster movies. So you got Wolfman, The Mummy, yeah, the original Creature from ones. the Black Lagoon, yeah. Frankenstein. Those are just good classic yeah. horror movies. 
which most of them won't scare the most. The, they won't hold up nowadays. No, because there's, unfortunately, you become desensitized. And they tried to do I, Frankenstein, Dracula Untold, and The Mummy with Tom Cruise, and that filled flat. Wasn't The Mummy supposed to be basically like a reboot of The Mummy franchise so, of Brandon Fraser? Initially, what they did was Dracula Untold and I, Frankenstein were supposed to be the start of like a... Uh, Universal monster kind of thing, and mm -hmm. they abandoned it. Okay. And then Marvel got big, and they made the Mummy with Tom Cruise, which was going to be the first of the Universal monsters. Gotcha. And it was going to be a universe expanded universe, starting with the Tom Cruise movie. That movie flopped and made no money compared to what it spent, and they were just like, "Yeah, screw it." I think Invisible Man was supposed to be part of that too, and that was actually a good movie. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I don't know if it was. Part or not? But uh, the original Invisible Man, the new one. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Have you seen it? Yes, it's good. It is good. Yeah, but yeah, you got the original Universal monsters, and they are fantastic. They're still good, worth watching, even if they're not giving you a fright. The storytelling is really, really good. Um. Oh, and there's another one that I just came to mind. Um, Phantom Opera. Yeah. Um, Lon, the, not Lon Chaney Jr., but Lon no. Chaney himself was the Phantom Opera Ghost. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. And again, these are all very old movies, those ones we just mentioned, but they're still worth watching. And what was it? 1920-something? Nosferatu? Yep. That's cursed movie set, Nosferatu. Yes. We mentioned Nosferatu. And they did and a Will and Defoe remake of that. And they, yes. Yep. Um, but it's a silent film. That it, guy actually looked like that, too. Yes. Aside from the teeth and the makeup yeah. and ears. He was weird. Yeah. And he was actually a popular actor, actor in yeah. Europe and quite the ladies' man, from yeah. what I've been told. Um, he was weird looking, though. But very weird looking. But okay. money does things. So you Let's know. talk about, real quick, movies, horror mo Halloween movies we loved as a kid. Okay. I'm going to list two of mine okay. so you don't take them first. <laughs> and then I want you to find yours. All right. And I'm talking as a kid, okay? All right. All right. Hocus Pocus. I'm not even, calling, I'm not even doing this anymore. Not even fair. You ready for this one? <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, my God, dude. Seriously, you just, like, took my entire... Those, I, are, those are the two Halloween movies I probably watched over and over. I'm storming out of the studio right yeah. now. Yeah. That's, that's just complete crap. There's a couple other ones, though. There's a couple other ones. All right, so now I have to go a little deeper. Okay, as a kid, as a kid. Yeah. Um, I want to look at a list here, and I, I want to see if you list any from the from the list. Okay, so two other than Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus and Ernest Scared Stoop. God, that was such a good one. Although the gnome in that movie was terrifying as a kid. Yeah. Um, oh, wow, there's some good ones on here. Okay, um, I don't like it so much now, but as a kid, I, I liked it, which was The Night Number Before Christmas. That's on the list. I liked it as a kid. As an adult, I don't. Um, really? Yes. Why? I don't know. I just... I think the music's great in it. The stop motion is cool. I mean, it's... That's looking at it more of a movie, though. Than, right. I mean, yeah. yes, as a production value, it's got it's a great yeah. movie. I just don't I just don't want, enjoy it as much as, a, as an actual movie. Um, but yeah, uh, the nightmare before Christmas I liked, and um, that's a Halloween and a Christmas movie. David Eoff would would agree with you. 
How about a little little guy that wears a little yellow and black shirt? Talking about Charlie Brown? Yeah. Yes, the great the are, great oh, pumpkin. Great pumpkin. Yeah, I loved. I watched that. I still do. Yes, the great pumpkin. Yes, I got a rock. <laughs> and they're trick or treating, and they're like, "I got this and I got that." And then Charlie Brown is like, "I got a rock." Okay, talking about Nightmare on Christmas. There's another one similar to that. The Corpse Bride. I never seen that one. Really? Yep. <gasps> but that didn't come out when Dude, I was a kid. We forgot the 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 dad of all horror movies, like Halloween movies. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. That was a huge one. I still love that movie. Yeah. Yes, because I'm sorry, but if you don't like the scene where they're doing the whole, uh, they're doing the song yeah. at the table, if you don't like that part, because that's like, uh, to me, one of the best parts of the movie. There's another one we missed. We shouldn't even be podcasters anymore. What? What now? The Adams Family. Which one? The one with the newer one. I, I don't know what which which one. It's got um, Angelica Houston in it. Yes, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Weird as relative. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like the um, the animated ones they've come out with. Oh recently. no, not the animated ones. Now the cartoon from back when we were kids was a was really awesome. Right. Uh, Christopher Lloyd as Uncle Fester, awesome. Yeah. Um, had, did you ever watch the series from back in the sixties? I've seen some of it. Yes, not all of it, but pretty good. That was something else too, because I talked about Rob Zombie right in mm-hmm. the video, and then I brought up Dracula. Well, Dracula was the name of the car in the Munsters. Okay, that's what Herman Munster drives when he's racing. Is the Dracula? So literally, Rob Zombie Dragula. is talking, is singing a song about a car from a spoofy. 60s and it, sitcom. He makes it sound so evil too. And it has nothing. And it, it's not. His it, music is full of references. Yes, full of them. But yeah, Dragula is just nothing more about Herman Munster's drag car. So Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. obviously. Casper. The that's re- when. Yes, that's when I realized I had a huge crust on uh, Christina Ricci. Her dad. I remember what's his name? Bill Pullman. Mm-hmm. Is it Bill Pullman? Yes. The way, remember the way he dies in that movie? Then he fall down a hole. He just walks out of the bar drunk and falls in a construction hole. That's a, yeah. Yeah, it's like, could you write an easier death? Yeah, yeah, because he's just drunk as a skunk. It's like the writer was like, how do I kill him? Let's see. Yeah, because the uncles, the ghost uncles get him drunk. Yeah. And then he falls down the hole and he becomes one of them. So funny. But yeah, that's where I learned I had a massive crush on Christina Ricci. Beetlejuice was incredible. The was. makeup, mm-hmm. like everything about that movie was great. Michael Keaton gave it his all, too. Oh, yeah. He's an underappreciated actor, man. I would agree. When he's in something, he gives it everything. Yeah. Coraline, obviously Ghostbusters is a big kid's movie. I never got to see that as a kid. Sleepy Hollow? Which one? With Tim Burton. Tim Burton, Sleepy Hollow. Wasn't Christina Ricci in that? Yeah, that's not a kid's movie. No. These are not kid's movies. Coraline is... Little Shop of Horrors kind of is, I guess. Um, kind of. I don't know if I'd let my kids watch that one, but it's a, it's a quirky one. Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> Twilight's on the list. 
So I threw my phone. Uh, that's not a Halloween movie. No. Oh my god. I lost respect for that list. They listed Twilight as a Halloween. They listed movie? Twilight as a Halloween movie. No. Send their souls straight to heck. I refuse. I know. I don't even know. Sorry. I I could have got on board with with Sleepy Hollow. I could have. Yeah. Because I mean, that's a it's it's a headless horseman. I mean, come on. There is no almost no better of a Halloween party story than the headless horseman. Right. That is OG man. Because I'll tell you what though, Twilight. No. No. But I am excited to see him as Batman. I think he looks oh, yeah. awesome as Batman. I would agree. I would, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. He looks good as Bruce Wayne, and the bat suit looks awesome. It on does him. look awesome. I so like the bat suit. I'm, I'm pumped. And then you know who's directing it? Matt Reeves, the yeah. guy who did the Apes movies, yep. and he's great. So I hope he knows his source material. Yeah, I would love to see an, a really good adaptation of the Headless Horseman. Yeah. Like yep. a really true blue. Now, Sleepy Hollow was about the closest thing we got, right? Disney did one. I wanted to say they? it was Disney. They did one like in the 60s. And I can't remember who narrates it, but they have a narrator and they have, you got Ichabod Crane, you got his, um, um, I actually read the Headless Horse one of the kids a year or two ago. And, and you got his love interest and you got the guy that kind of reminds you of because. Gaston from Beauty of the Beast. Oh, yeah. And he's, you know, supposed to be the town, everything. He's rich. He's powerful. He's got everything that any colonial woman would want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ichabod's just this goofy school teacher. It's a great story. And it's got, I mean, honestly, another story with societal tropes in it and societal messages. Like, you know, he's. Yeah. I mean, every old, every old story has a message, yes. you know. In some form, and Sleepy Hollow does. People don't just write stories just to write a story. They write. They want to tell you something, right? right? Yeah. And 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 Twilight doesn't have that though. I love. Even now, I'm 35. I'll be 36 next month. And even now, I still love Sleepy Hollow. I'll be 34 in two days. Oh my god! Yeah. We're getting old. I know. Gosh, dude. Doesn't feel like it. I know. I mean, my body feels like it, but I don't feel like it. Yeah. So, anyway. And, uh, but yeah, that, sleep, yeah, I, I still have a Double, story. double toil and trouble with Mary-Kate and Ashley? No, I never saw that. My sister, Lindsay, used to have a VHS of that movie for Halloween. Oh, she yeah? loved it, and I never liked Mary-Kate and oh. Ashley. But it was like their Halloween movie. Yeah, I've never, I've never watched it. When I was younger, I did like the Halloween... Okay, Ernest Scared Stupid. Let's talk about this movie. Okay. I think it's the best Ernest movie. Yes. Um, the story is good. The pressure's on the whole time. Eartha Kitt's in it. The jokes are ha- the jokes hit every time. Yes. Um, yeah, Eartha Kitt. The scariest part of that movie, I remember as a kid, is when the girl is laying in bed and she turns around and that monster's in bed with her. Yeah. I remember that's the first time I ever, like, scared, got up, and ran out of the room. Yeah. And as a kid, that scene haunted me. So I think that's the scariest one. Yeah. What do you think? In in the Ernest movie? Yeah. I'd say that's the scariest part. Yeah, because she turns around and is sitting there slobbering, just, uh, oh, my God, dude. Yeah. That was too scary for a kid. Oh, yeah. So I'm fairly certain... Uh, that's where they got one of the, there was a 
a demon movie. I can't remember the name of it now. But they got a demon. It's like laying in bed and it's facing the camera. Uh-huh. And there's a person reaching over to turn. I think that's where they got that it might idea have been. from. They're like, you know what? Let's go to Ernest for this. Right. It but, might have been. Um, scariest. I liked Ernest and kids movies. Growing up, though, I could handle the more adult stuff. And I would sneak the adult stuff. I would either watch it on TV or I would rent it when my parents were looking. Oh, yeah. you know, you what we would do. I'm going to admit this, mom and dad. If you're listening, I'm sorry. They don't listen, so who cares? <laughs> when I was younger, we would go to Video World. You remember Video World yes. in Franklin? And they would have five for five, like Friday and Saturday. Yep. I would take a kids movie on top, kids movie on bottom. And I would sandwich it with three adult movies. Not adult movies, well. but three <laughs> rated R or PG-13. Right. Um, and I would put it on the counter. The guy would check it. And my parents were the one buying it. They never looked down, so the guy didn't bother. You know, it's rated R. Who cares? He just stopped right for five. So I would take the stack, put it back in the stack. He'd put it in the bag. I'd take it home and watch it in my room. There you go. That's how I did it. I was a sneaky kid. <laughs> but that's how I saw Because if, if they knew I was doing that... No more movie store. Well, no. Right? Luckily, I never got caught, but I watched probably thousands of movies that way. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good, <laughs> sneaky kind of way to do it. Yeah, because they just know? see the kids' movie on the top, yeah. and they say, okay, yeah, all right. They're not paying attention. Oh. You know? And uh, I think the guy that worked there, because he worked there for so long, he kind of knew what I was doing, but he wasn't going to spoil my game. Well, no. You know? Game recognizes game. A true movie lover wants other people to enjoy the same movies, right? Right. So that's how I saw all kinds of stuff. But anyway, I remember renting like Leprechaun and Jason and oh, yeah. all those adult style movies. Right. I saw my first pair of tits when I was <laughs> like six years old. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a movie we were watching here not too long ago. I can't remember what it was. We were watching this movie. And something came up, and there was nudity. Oh, it was Walking Dead. Oh, Shane, yeah. Shane, you know, sneaks up on Lori in the right. woods. Real quick, we're pausing, <laughs> we're pausing it. We're all right, kids. And then look they away. they have sex. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh no, yeah. We had to we had to pause it and get everybody or, or fast forward it because we're like, oh no, they. Nope. You know what? You don't want your kids to walk in on that scene in Last House on the Left. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a brutal scene. It still sticks with me. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, that is an excellent movie. The new one, that is an excellent movie. Aaron Paul's in it. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. Yes. Excellent. When he takes that, it's either he or she, takes that claw hammer and smacks at the back of his head, puts his hand in the dishwasher, in the, the drain. That was, yeah. That movie, the tension is done so perfectly. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, where's our daughter? Who are these guys coming in from the storm? Our daughter's still alive. She's on the porch. Why do they have her necklace? That kind of thing. Like, that's a great movie. It is. If you can deal with the violent rape scene, there's one scene of violent rape, and it's pretty gruesome. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I always fast forward it to that scene. I, I, don't, I don't like that, no. you know? It's hard to watch. But, anyway... Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I would recommend that movie to anybody if you haven't seen it by now. I'm trying because, like, 
I don't watch a lot of Halloween movies. I mean, I, there's a few, but I there's just some that that just as a tradition that I watch for me. And those and those are the ones I've already listed, um, or talked about. But yeah, I, I don't have like a lot. And see, I like that cozy feeling of getting myself a little scared right. around Halloween. I like that. But it, the older I get, and the more movies I see, it's hard for me to get frightened. And especially in my mind, when I see something scary, I'm like, oh, that's CGI. Right. Or that's a puppet. I don't have that wonder that I used to. Right. You know? I mean, it, and that's the thing, too, is like for me, it, it's gotten harder to be scared. Yeah. Now, I'll say this. Like, I've got a VR headset. Yeah. And I play The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. And that's creepy because it's immersive. Yeah. So your mind is is lying to you the whole time. And New Orleans is just a creepy city. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm 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 playing and next thing you know the zombie comes out from beside a bus. I'm like, "Oh god, oh god." Oh right. God. And and the other thing is too, and I don't like this mechanic about the game is that like if you stab a zombie in the head, you lo- you use stamina. And so if you get a couple, two or three, pat pat pat, all of a sudden you're weakened. And so if another one comes at you, you're like, you're basically like a limp noodle trying to stab him. Right. But that I, frightens me. I played about five minutes of that game. I did like it. Yeah. I mean, I like it, but it, I got to be in the mood to play that game. If yeah. not, I just, I'm not interested. But um, as far as I'm, for me, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I got anything else about Halloween movies or. No, stick out I for mean, me. there's a lot of movies, and there's a lot of, like, run-of-the-mill horror movies. Yeah. Well, okay, for instance, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Those are just run-of-the-mill, scream wannabe, you know, like, yeah. boring. Yeah, it's those teeny ho- ho- horror movies. Yeah, and then you have Scream, the first Scream, which was a groundbreaking film, <laughs> you know. That was a Wes Craven movie. Yeah. Yep. And then you have movies like... You know, in the in the early two thousands to about two thousand eight in that time frame, horror movies really went downhill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. And you had like the Dracula Untold and, and that crap that was just garbage. Yeah. Right. Horror movies went down and then comes the conjuring. Right. The conjuring like rescued the horror genre. Oh, for sure. And then I'd they agree start, with that. Oh, and Insidious was good too. Insidious. That came along. And then it kind of changed everything. And now horror movies are back and yeah. they're over the top. And, you know, and not all of them are good, but right. I think they're on a good path. Yeah. You know, I watched uh, a couple the other night uh, The Wretched. Mm-hmm. That's pretty decent. And uh, Till Death with Megan Fox. Yeah. Did you see that? Yes. She still looks good too. But anyway, it's a fun movie. I wouldn't call it a horror movie, though. It's kind of thriller, I guess. I recommend it, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, see, it's like, I, like for me, I don't really do, like, a lot of the uh, the gory ones. I mean, I do. Yeah. But, like, I like the paranormal type stuff. But if it's That's, gory, it's got to have substance to the story. Yes. Right? 
Yeah, it can't be gory just for the sake of gore. No, no, like Saw is just silly gory. Yeah. You know, and I it, never liked Saw. Yeah, I, I watched, I never had the, the inclination to ever go watch it. And then there was this girl I was dating that it was a tradition for her to go out at Halloween and watch the new Saw installment. Yeah. And so, one, so I went with her because I was like, sure, why not? And I was like, there, it's just, just a two-year tradition of me going out to watch this movie, yeah. right? It's like so stupid. Yeah, she was like, every Halloween I go to watch. It Saul. was a marketing ploy on the part of the Saw Studio, right? Like they released it on Hall around Halloween for that purpose. Yes, well, yeah, yeah. And it, well, I mean, it worked. They were terrible movies, just like Final Destination. Yeah, yeah. I did like the first one though. I never seen them. Really, it is a fun movie. Um, even the the ones after that though. The kills are fun, and they're really well done, but the stories are just so bad. Yeah, I just, I just never, they never really appealed to me, so I just never. They're more funny than anything. Really? Yeah, I think. One girl dies. I remember she gets in a tanning bed, and something falls, hits the lever, and it cranks the tanning bed up, and then oh. something falls and, like, clamps the tanning bed down. So she cooks. Something, and she cooks to death. People always get their just dessert in those movies. Like, if they were a jerk or whatever, like, something happens to them, you know? One guy gets in, like, he's in, like, a drive-thru in a car, and there's a hill, and, like, another car hits him, and he rolls down the hill and gets hit. Like, just <laughs> crap like that. But. But, yeah, I mean, uh, there was something that we, me and you were talking about last time I was here, and I want, I kind of want to announce it. Here, just just for the audience to know that we're doing something. So me and Noah were talking the other day, and we're wanting to come up with a video project. And I'm not going to go into a lot of detail to what it is because I think it'll be a good one. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And let's just say that it'll be funny. Cool. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's going to be a comedy. It's not going to be super scary or scary at all, really. But it's just funny. And um, I'm currently writing the rough draft for what we want to do. And I just want to say that it hopefully once Noah uh, slows down a little bit, we'll be able to actually put this thing in motion, but, yeah. but it's this little video project. That We're not going to make any promises on it though. Yeah. I won't give you a deadline because I don't know when that'll be, but, um, but there's something that's in the works, just a little extra from it came from Amity and uh, I'm really excited by it. And I think it'll be fun. And it'll be funny. And it'll be spoofy. It'll definitely be spoofy. So get ready for some just corny, right. random, yep. campy humor. Well, I don't have anything else. I mean, we've rambled as much as we can ramble. So yeah. that's this is a very lightweight episode. Yeah, so. I mean, and then last uh, Sunday's ep, uh, you know, social media only episode. Uh, whether it be on YouTube or Facebook. Again, that was very lighthearted. Uh, just talking about my favorite Halloween music and Halloween-inspired uh, music. Right. And this episode is kind of basically a derivative of that. Yep. Um, it's basically two two guys who were working hard but forgot to take notes and find a subject. So we just <laughs> decided to talk about Halloween stuff. And, and our schedule's <laughs> just been so happy, you know, not really lined up. Right. So we really... Adding research into that is just not going to happen. So we're like, we had some free time. We're like, hey, let's get in and just talk about this. This will be fun. Right. And I did have fun. So I hope you guys have fun, too, just discussing it. And hopefully it oh. kind of sparked 
with maybe some titles that you've not thought over to watch and you want to watch them or you've watched them. It's been a while and you want to, you know, kind of get back in that nostalgia a little bit. Yep. But um, with that said, I hope you guys have a good rest of the week and we will talk with you guys later. Later.